What's going on, One Word people? Welcome back to this episode of the One Word Podcast. We are in episode three of season two with Josh and Nick. We are pumped to be with you today. Yes, we are so stoked. And hey, if you didn't listen to our last episode with our guest, Justin Moss, it was fantastic. Make sure you go and listen to his message about success loves discipline. So good. It was so good. Laner, you ready to go today? I'm fired up, baby. Come on. Let's go. All right, to start out this episode of the One Word Podcast, we have a question from a guest. And the question is, how does one stay slash remain a Christian on the golf course? Oh, God! Great question. This question is definitely for you, Nick. I think I'm going to pass it to you to answer first. No, Come on, just no your way. preliminary thoughts. I've played like five <laughs> career golf games <laughs> unofficially. Dude, well, let me start out by saying it is tough some days it is very challenging a better maybe not a better question but an equally important question is is it possible to stay <laughs> such a christian while you're playing golf i don't know there's some days i could have lost my salvation out there but i'll be honest man the best way for me is to just stay away from the course <laughs> that's how i know i'm staying christian <laughs> it's frustrating oh, out there <laughs> it can get maddening um do we have a runner-up question? The runner-up question is, <laughs> when are we going to get more videos slash updates of Josh's golf game? Hashtag growth mindset. Shout out Carol Dweck. Clay Riggins sent that one in. <laughs> Clay's just clowning on me. He Dude, knows I got no we golf do game. One word needs to come out with regular content revolving around your golf game. Oh I'm putting it out there right now. That's scary. That is... <laughs> Whoever the One Word Brand creative director is, hey, when, get on it. When we release this episode, we'll also release a video. All right. Of your golf game? Yeah. All right. We, we can we can we can post that video. Let's give do me permission it. right now. I'm just gonna give you guys a foretaste. It looks like he's in a batting cage. <laughs> he steps up to tee off. Just an absolute hack. Just yes. He's dropping taters on the golf course. Oh, that's the content people want to see. Wow. Alright, Nick, we are in episode three of season two, and we are so fired up. Come on. We're let's, ready for it. Let's go, baby. We're in the studio. We are. We we actually found a studio today. Let's it's go. kinda legit. <laughs> I know, dude. I'm I'm glad to be here because it's fun recording with guests, but it's just a different like level of excitement when it's just us two. Oh, thanks, Nick. I mean, not to get too <laughs> sentimental, but <laughs> Oh man. I enjoy it. Well, this episode we're gonna be talking about a word very near and dear to our hearts. Yes. We're gonna be talking about encouragement. Oh, and kind on. of the big idea is that one word has the power to change your life. Yeah, that's true. That's a foundation of one word brand. It is. That's the reason that we're here. So we wanted to talk about it. Yes. Because we're fired up about it. Why not? And we think the word that just sums that up is encouragement. Yeah. Encouragement is such a powerful, I think, piece of life. I I mean, that sounds like very broad scope, but in relationships, friendships, professional or personal Encouragement is huge. Like it yeah. can take any friendship to the next level. It really can. I think any relationship. You yeah. know, I think you you listed a lot of them, but there's multi-level relationships: boss to employee, you know, coworker to coworker, teammate to teammate, yeah, friend, husband to wife, you know, yeah, mother to son, whatever. There's Dude, so many of them. There are so many, and I have okay. I have a question, but first. 
I, the one word listeners need to know that you are so good at encouragement. How many, like, boxes of 500 little letters have you gone through <laughs> where you just write encouraging notes to people and you just leave them all over the place? Oh, my word. I love writing notes. Yeah. I love the handwritten note. I think it's a great gesture. I think it's a, it's old school, but I love it. Dude, it's timeless, though. It's timeless. Yeah. And I think it's so needed. When I get a note, uh, it means a lot. Yeah. I love it. I love written words. So I've, I've gone through a few boxes. Dude, there we but... go. But you're so good at it. <laughs> and if you've ever gotten anything from OneWordBrand.com, you have gotten a note that's from right. the one and only Lane Train. That's right. We've probably sent out a couple hundred of those. Yeah, that's true. So, that's big, dude. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah that's, that's cool. That's a key part of every order. Okay. You order a shirt, you order something, you're getting a handwritten note with it. That's true. One, Yeah. That's part of the one word experience. It is. But okay, here's my question to to kind of like get us diving into what encouragement is. So encouragement obviously is important. You love getting encouraged. I love getting encouraged. If you're a human being out there, you probably exactly. love getting encouraged. <laughs> but here is what I think can, is kind of confusing. Like why is it sometimes hard to pointedly or maybe – pointedly isn't the right word, but like specifically encourage the people that are most closest to us. Like why can that sometimes be so awkward when it's something that you know is good for them to hear? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's a great question. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, let me, let me think of like an example. Like as I've gotten older, I've become so much more thankful for my parents in so many ways, especially as now I live away from home. And I work with kids who just sometimes their stories just break your heart. And so it's made me infinitely more thankful for my parents. Hmm. And so sometimes when I'm home, I try to tell them that like verbally. And sometimes it just like flows naturally in conversation. But sometimes I like get like heated or not heated, but like I start my palms start sweating and I'm like psyching myself up for 15 minutes. All right. How am I going to say this? How am I going to encourage them without like being weird? And then I just, like, you got to bite the bullet and say, like, thank you for being such a good dad or such a good mom. And it feels so awkward, but you're so glad that you did it every time. I just don't know why in some of the relationships that you're closest with, that's so, like, weird. Well, I think that example is so good, Nick. And I'm glad you shared that personally because I think there's, like, a big difference between just common, like, courtesy or expected, like, praise and affirmation. Okay. And then, like, a specific word of encouragement. If that makes sense. So I think like sometimes like we get so close and zoned in on the people that we're around that sometimes we don't realize we need to take a step, a back, a backward step and zone out and look at the bigger picture because with every interaction we have, let's say we live together. Yeah. Like let's say, you know, I serve you dinner. You'd say, oh, thank you, Josh. That's great. You wash the dishes. Oh, Nick, thank you so much, man. That's great. That's awesome. Oh, man, Nick, you did a great job today with this. It just flows naturally, right? Yeah, yeah. But when there's something specific, like you said, you know, you look back and you realize the impact that your parents had on you over your life. That's like a very specific word of encouragement that has some weight to it. So it's awkward. It doesn't just flow naturally in the conversation. You want to, there's some meaning and there's some value and there's some emotions attached to that. So you want to have like a separate moment where that like 
word of encouragement happens. Yeah. And where you get to be direct and you get to look them in the eyes and be sincere and thank them. It's not just like a natural, like, you know, flowy common courtesy. Hey, you did a great presentation, man. And everyone's giving you a pat on the back outside when you're walking out of the room. Yeah. You know, or you did a great job on that message, man. Way to go. It's like, no, I sat down and I thought about it and you're probably removed from it. Right. So like when you write a note, you're very far removed from it. You don't just sit there and like, while you're giving your presentation, I'm sitting there writing a note like, oh, great job, man. Here you go. That wouldn't feel the same, right? It's when you get the word of encouragement a week later, Mm. or you get the email a few days later, you get the phone call later that night, you get the handwritten note the next day in your office. That's like, wow, that there's some real meaning and encouragement attached to that. Dude, that is so true. That's a great way to break that down. I never really thought of that. And I'm, as you're talking, I'm thinking on the receiving end, it means so much more when it's specific too. It does. Like if you're giving a presentation in class or something or you lead a meeting and everyone's like, hey, great job with that. It's like, okay, thanks. Like that's, it's, it feels good to hear. It doesn't right. hurt, obviously. But like three hours later or two days later, someone comes up to you and says, hey, dude, you like really took control of the room and made sure that the things that needed to get done got done. And I really appreciated that. That's huge. That means so much more than as you're walking out of the room, like a slap on the shoulder. Yeah. Hey, good job, bro. That was <laughs> exactly. nice. It's like the locker room encouragement, you know, like yeah. after the game, way to go, man. That was great, <laughs> you know, and whatever. But it's like two days later when, yeah. you know, the teacher in the hallway says, hey, you know, I was at your game and that was a great play there when you did this. And True. remembers a specific moment. I think that's so good. Dude, that is huge. I think that's like... Even more than encouragement, like just in the grand scheme of life, like whenever you keep things personal and specific and remember details, it has so much more weight. True. It brings so much more meaning and value to it. And it's it's so good. It is so good. It, it But it makes it a little weird sometimes too. It does. Like this is, com- this is unrelated. We might cut this from the episode, <laughs> but I'm thinking in certain relationships where there's boundaries. Sure. Like, especially professionally, you don't want to go up to someone and, like, give a specific compliment or encouragement that could be interpreted as, like, what? Like, a little <laughs> weird. I don't know. That's a weird tangent. We, we should no, cut that. that's good. That's but, good. Um, yeah, dude. Okay, so n- another question still regarding our surrounding encouragement. Specific is better. It is, well, I don't want to say better, but it can go further. It can mean sure. more to someone. In your own life, Josh, how do you keep your eyes open to opportunities to specifically encourage people? Oof, that's good. Well, one, I think it holds more weight in my life specifically because I think encouragement is one of my spiritual gifts. Okay. So for me, I'm always trying to be keen and aware of how to best steward that gift that the Lord has given me. So I'm always wanting to be aware of things. But um, I just want to look for opportunities to celebrate people. And I think that's like a product of... uh, the culture I've been in, you Hmm. know, um, and a product of the people I've been able to surround myself with. Like I want, I always want to be smiling. I always want to be excited. I always want to do life big. And so I want to contribute to that too. So I want to be a part of a culture of celebration. And I think a lot of people face a lot of criticism on a daily basis. Hmm. So I always want to look for the great things and the positive things that people might not always see in themselves and point that out, you know, or I want to say like, Hey, I saw that way to go. That's That's awesome. What you brought, man, is huge. So keep bringing that. I think where we affirm and encourage, like, people will want to do that more. Yeah. It's like watering, you know? What's Yeah, what's celebrated is repeated. Yeah. And if they're in a situation where their celebration is few and far between, that can go even further. It can. 
But wow. it's isn't it so great to be a part of a culture of celebration? Yeah. Like, okay, this is you might not have looked at it this way or this might not have been the terminology, but your golf team at Taylor, that was a culture of celebration. Like there was hype. You guys were always fired up. Like you guys had some weird phrases and stuff. T- I just know because of stories. Yeah. But you would always tell me like, "Dude, we're trying to blitz this weekend." And you guys be fired up. Like, yeah, know, no, that's a that's good example. So, that's so much fun. It like, is. It's fun to be a part of that for sure because it also I think builds in that sense. Like in that example, I would say the word camaraderie, mm. but you could sub in whatever word there. Like community, it builds familiness yeah that's not a word brotherhood yeah brotherhood sisterhood whatever um it kind of like i don't know if you walk up to someone and encourage them your relationship's different than the moment before you walked up to them and said that that's right you know what i mean that's right even people that you barely know yeah it's true so i don't know it's interesting but encouragement's so important maybe we'll circle back to a challenge of yeah open your eyes to how you can encourage someone that's really good today it's really good and I think one of the things you talked about earlier was how hard it is and how uncomfortable it feels. Yeah. Right. Na- which is natural. Right. A lot of times, anything great you want to do in life, it's attached to being uncomfortable. Oh, right? come on. That's, so that's normal, that's good. first of all. Yeah. But number two is like, how can you make a habit of it so that it becomes less uncomfortable? It becomes mm. more natural. Yeah. So, I mean, I remember at the very beginning of the year, 2020, you sent me a podcast about the power of habit. It was actually from oh. HBR, IdeaCast. And it was so yes. good. It was about the power With of With James Clear. Yes, yes. James Clear, exactly. Yes. I was re-listening to it the other day. I was just so reminded. And I went. I actually specifically listened to it because of Justin Moss' episode. Ooh. That really inspired me yeah. last week. That episode I thought was so good. Seriously, if you guys haven't listened to it, just take 20 minutes and take some notes. It is so good. So good. Yeah, get out a notebook. It's so practical. Yeah, so good. And I just think... That applies to encouragement as well. Mm -hmm. And so Craig Rochelle said, like, if you write one note every single day this year, you'll have written 365 notes. Wow. And that's massive. And that's that has a compounding effect. And so instead of just like, which I'm prone to just a random like one day thing, like I'm going to write 50 notes today. (laughs) Yeah. If I wake up and go, all right, I just want to write one note today. That's a way smaller bite. For, right? Yeah. It's a way smaller bite and that's easier to do. But the compounding effect of that is so cool. True. Right? And then how do you build a habit of that? So, like, we've received a lot of text messages lately from our buddy Goose. Right? Yes. Shout out to Goose. Come on. Goose, He's where you at? Faithful listener. I know exactly where you're at. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy. Oh, man. Um, but Goose has been sending us these encouraging texts. Yeah. And it's it's become a habit for him. Yeah. And it's awesome. And it's so cool to see that, which I wasn't even thinking about till right now. That's like, yeah, I didn't getting think that about text that every morning has been awesome. But I realized that's been a habit he's formed, and that has brought encouragement to the beginning of my day yeah. for the past twenty-one days plus. Exactly, it's awesome. And if you think of your day, there's a whole lot of us that are super busy. Yeah. I would say that even in like three months ago, in the heart of quarantine, there were probably days where we didn't have too much going on or as much as normal, but. Being human, we still find a way to fill our schedules with something. Sure. But what if you took, I mean, seriously, how long does it take to write down three sentences to somebody? And maybe you have to send it in the mail, put a stamp on it or whatever. But we're talking like maximum 12 minutes if you're like really thinking about it. Right. And if you're looking all over your house for the stamp. Right. (laughs) But And 12, like where in your day can you fit that? I would probably argue 
everyone listening to this podcast could fit that. Yeah. At least once. And it's funny because I think of a quote from that um, uh, that podcast episode with James Clear. Yeah. And he said, like, everyone talks about starting with your why, which is correct. Yes. But he said, with habits, you need to start with a really small habit, and then you'll become that why. So what I think about is I think about becoming a person of character. Yeah. Becoming an encourager. Mm. When, you, when someone says of you, you are an encourager. If that's your goal right now, and if that's what you're inspired and motivated to do from listening to this episode, which is great, you need to start with a really small habit. Yeah. And then when your habits become intertwined, it builds character. And then you embody that, and then you become that type of person. Yeah. So when you think about, like, starting small with one right, right one note a day. Yeah. Other habits are going to become that because when you spend time thinking about that and writing that down, encouragement is going to be on your mind for those, you said, maybe 12 minutes of that time. Well, maybe when you think of that during those 12 minutes, you think of another person that you want to text. Yeah. And then the next person you see, you want to say something kind to them and encourage them and build something up in them. And then it becomes a lifestyle. And I just think the trickle effect of that is so cool. Dude, that is, that's so true. And even... Maybe writing a note is not where you start. Maybe you start with a text message. Yeah. I was thinking that right as you said it. That's like, if you've ever gotten a random text just encouraging, that is, that will change your day. That will change huge. your week. And so to be able to be that for somebody for every single day is crazy. And then, like you said, it will just compound on yeah. top of each other. That is, that's big. And you know what that is, Nick? And what we were talking about before we started recording is that's living generously. Yeah. You talked about generosity. <laughs> you wanted to talk about generosity before this episode. I kind of shut it down. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> before we sat down, we're like, Lena, we should talk about money. And then I was like, uh, we probably don't have any grounds to talk about money. People probably don't need to hear yeah. that from us. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? You said if we talk about money, we'll be... We're really immediately irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> good point. We're what, 24? Talking probably. about money? Uh, no yeah. Probably not. Good call, good call. We'll leave that to Dave Ramsey. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Come on, Dave. But um, anyways, and I also think of a podcast that I was listening to yesterday where I sent you a quote. I literally stopped the podcast and texted you immediately. I love and it. he said, if you don't design your future, you're going to drift into a future that you don't oh. want. And if you want your future to have any sort of encouraging element in it from you to other people, then starting a habit today is an incredible way to design your future so that you go there on purpose, yeah. not drifting into something else that you don't want to be it. That's Michael Hyatt, right? I think so. Oh, that's yeah, money. That's heat. From that him, is. not from us, from him. <laughs> oh, man, but that's so good. That's intentionality, right? Yeah. And um, waking up every day with a purpose. Yeah. And that's why I think purpose was, had to be one of our first few words. Oh, had to. And I'm excited because next episode, you're going to be hearing more about purpose from Davin. Salvador. Oh, yes, from Davin. CEO and founder of Purpose Point. That guy is so the who man. who knows Purpose better than him? Seriously, he has some, some stuff to say about it for sure. I'm fired up for you guys to listen to him. Come on. We already recorded that episode. Yes. It is so good. It's good. Um, okay, Laner, before we move on to the next segment, which I'm excited for, what's a, what's a challenge for the listeners so that they are not walking away the same as when they walked into the podcast? That's really good. I would say... Get out a notebook right now while you're listening to this or get out a scratch piece of paper and get a pen and just start writing people and names that come to mind that you need to encourage that come Mm. to mind. And then think about it and make a plan, a very specific and simple plan of how you'll spend five minutes or less on encouragement for the next 21 days. Because if you can do it for 21 days, that'll build a habit in your life. 
And when you build that habit in your life, you'll be able to build bigger from there. And hopefully eventually next year when you're listening to the One Word Podcast, you'll be like, you know what? A year ago I was listening to an episode on encouragement and now I'm an encourager. I'm an encouraging person. I go about my day and I encourage people. Come on. One word can change your life. Let's go, baby. One word has the power to change your life. Yes. Or if you're on the go, ask Siri to to remind you to do that later. (laughs) Audio notes. Yes. Hey, Siri. (laughs) All right, Laner, this segment we just came up with. You just came up with before the episode started. And we're going to deem it. We're going to name it Phone a Friend. Phone a Friend. (laughs) So who are we phoning? This episode. <laughs> We're going to phone a friend from a, a fellow podcaster. A fellow podcaster. From the roommate report. My gosh. Gosh, you're on the One Word Podcast right now. Am I actually? You actually you are. You actually are. It's real time. <laughs> it's live. Wow. I mean, this is electric. I mean, absolutely electric. Gosh, we gave a shout out just before we called you to the roommate report. Give us a quick well, a quick sales pitch. A quick, I mean, elevator's pitch to the roommate report is me and one of my best friends, Matt Donasso, we uh, started recording our conversations that we have because there's some heaters in there and people needed to hear it, you know? So, so yeah. Just letting the world in on our, our, uh, a bit of our relationship. If you guys haven't listened to the roommate report out there, you're seriously missing out. It is, as, as Ghosh frequently says, electric. It's electric. <laughs> Absolutely electric. I mean, I mean, I think the only other podcast that compares to it is the One Word Podcast. So. Wow. Oh, you man. shouldn't have. <laughs> Laner, you, you missed that game-ending putt there. What happened? I know, dude. What the heck? That was the luckiest hole of my life. <laughs> the fact that I had a chance for birdie is just not right. Dude, it was... Asking thoughts on uh, Johnson's weekend? Dude, I didn't watch a single thing. I just saw that this month he's won $18.5 million playing golf. I mean, he's an animal. What? Who is he? It doesn't even make sense. No. I mean, he had a two-shot lead going in, but yeah, it's still yeah. ridiculous. Sure. I don't know who's going to beat him in any of the rest of the tournaments throughout the year. Justin Thomas looked pretty good, but uh, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Couldn't, couldn't catch up to him, but. He's pretty good, I guess. He's, I guess they're kind of good. Uh, I mean, they're, they're no Nick Watson. No, I mean, definitely not. <laughs> But whatever. Who is at that? Big Watson hits some dingers. Absolute. He does. Dingers. My goodness. (laughs) All right, bro. Appreciate it, Ghosh. See you. Love you, bro. See you, bro. Luck on the pod. Thanks. Let's go, baby. Ghosh. Adam Ghosh coming in hot on the One Word Podcast. Picking up. I love it. Phone a friend. (laughs) Electric. All right, thank you guys for tuning in to the One Word Podcast today to hear a little bit about encouragement and really just the power of words. Yes, it was so good. I hope that you were able to take something away and we made a really specific and tangible challenge for you. So hopefully that is something you walk away with and are better for as you choose it, rep it, and live it. Absolutely. And if you guys have not yet checked out www.onewordbrand.com, make sure you go. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, give us a rating, share it with your friends on social media or through text, whatever works for you. Yes. And hey, let's do something different. All right. This episode, let's leave our listeners with a little preview of our next episode with guest Davin Savagno. All right. That's good. 
We're going to end with a preview from our next episode with Davin Salvagno. So take a listen. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah. So for you, that one word, whatever that word is, whether it's purpose or courage or whatever word, it wasn't about, hey, let's let's create a, a cool, trendy company and sell a bunch of shirts with one word on it. That was never the intent. It was when I see that one word on a shirt, it pauses me to reflect and think about how am I living my life out in accordance with the word that I'm looking at? And it's a great reminder. And I want other people to pause and reflect and have that same reminder, right? That's where it, it was choose it, rep it, live it. Is that right? Exactly. Right. So you're choosing the word, then you're representing it. But then the most important piece of that is actually living it out. Your whole purpose in starting the shirt was to live out whatever word you're choosing. And so your purpose point, if you will, in starting one word was to help other people pause for a second and reflect and say, what one word best describes the way that I want to live out my life? And I need to put that word on a shirt or on a mug or whatever the case is so that when I see it, it's a reminder to live my life out this way. Because that is what you experienced and you wanted other people to experience it, which is why you started OneWord.